Welcome to Write This Down with Thought Bowen. I'm your host, AJ, and we are so excited to be on this journey of faith with you. Write This Down, Acts 16, verses 25 and 26. It's about midnight. Paul and Silas were praying, singing hymns of praises to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly, there came a great earthquake. The foundations of the prison house were shaken, and immediately all the doors were open. Everyone's chains were unfastened. Today on Write This Down with Dot Bowen, Dot will be teaching on the idea that when we praise God, God will set us free. Now, let's sit and hear what Dot has to say. I hope you can get your Bible and turn to Acts 16. And today, just for a few minutes, I want us to talk about the power of praise. You know, when Paul and Silas were praying and praising God, they were in prison. You know, I think about life and how difficult it can be at times and how hard it is to pray. Have you ever been in that place where you are so in despair? You're so discouraged that you know you should pray, but you don't want to. Then if you finally do pray, the last thing you think about is praising God for anything. Only thing that you can think about is asking God for everything. To ask God to step in and to change our circumstances. And you know, as we read about Paul and Silas, and it's so easy just to skip over that and say, well, that's Paul. Of course, Paul is going to praise God when he's in prison. But this is me. There's a difference between me and Paul. And you know, there is a difference between you and Paul. There's a difference between me and Paul. But God's ways and who God is, is the same. The same God that Paul was praising and praying to is the same God we praise. And so as I think about praise and prayer and circumstances, I realize that in my life, those moments when I get down on my knees and I am so upset and I find myself crying and begging God, God, just do something. I don't always praise God. I spend a lot of time just crying out to God. And I'm not saying that that's bad. But you know, when I get through praying, I don't have the peace as I thought I would when I started to pray. It wasn't that I didn't have peace. I just think that my prayer made me focus on what I did not have. It made me focus on what God has not done. But you know, when we praise God for who He is, there's something about praise. I've heard it said so many times, and I know that this is true, that God is at home when His children praise Him. In other words, God loves to hear His children praise Him. You know, last week we talked about the Apostle John. Poor John, he was at the Isle of Patmos. If there was ever a man that had the right to be discouraged, it was John. He was all along. And at that moment when John was desperate, probably, to know that Jesus truly is the Messiah and that everything that he believed about Jesus was true, God would step in and God would meet John where John is. And God would say, John, stop looking around and I want you to look up and I want you to know that I'm on my throne. I am God. And I think as Paul and Silas were sitting and praying in prison, not knowing that their missionary journey was coming to an end, they didn't know. They didn't know what God was going to do. They began to pray, and they began to praise God, and God stepped in, and God did a miracle. We know that 
God released their chains. They were free to go. And as I think about it, and I want you to think about this, if Paul and Silas was praying for God to release them, when their chains were gone and the doors flew open, wouldn't they have left? So there's part of me that wants to believe that maybe Paul was very concerned about the jailer and about the other prisoners. I wonder if Paul was praying for their salvation. I wonder if Paul was more concerned about the jailer and the prisoners coming to know Jesus than he was about being free. Now that's freedom. You know, as a follower of Jesus, we know that Jesus said, I've come to set you free. God wants his children free. And to be honest, there's been times in my life when I have been in more bondage of trying to live my life the way that I wanted it. I wanted my will, that I was a prisoner to my own plans, to my dreams. I was a prisoner of wanting my way. And when I would pray and ask God to do a miracle, And those moments when I would begin to praise God and say to God, no matter what you do, Father, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going to walk away from you. I'm going to praise you whether you change my circumstances or I'm going to praise you if you don't. And there is something that happens in my heart. There's something that happens with my emotions. It is as if I'm free. I'm free to be that woman that God created me to be. I want you to listen to this. I was taught many, many years ago about the power of praise. And as I have intentionally put into practice praising God, I realize that no matter what is going on in my life, I am free. I'm free to worship God. I'm free to live my life knowing that God is in control, that God is sitting on his throne. As I think about that power of praise, I can't explain it. You're just going to have to try it. And I believe as you begin to pray and you begin to, yes, cry out to God, you should share with Him your request. Ask God to do a miracle in your life. But it's those moments when you're going to say, God, not my will, but your will be done. And as you begin to focus more about the power of God and who He is, I believe that you will become the person that God created you to be and you will be free from within. You know, I see a lot of people walking around. You can look in their eyes and you know they're hurting. And even though they live in America and even though at this moment we are free as American citizens, I can look in the woman's eyes and I can see the pain, and I can see the bitterness, and I can know in my heart and in my mind, I will think, this woman, she is so much entangled. She's so much in bondage of bitterness. Bitterness has a way of just almost destroying us from within. But forgiveness has a way of setting us free. And as we begin to focus upon Jesus, just take, for instance, forgiveness. Jesus said, because I've forgiven you, you should forgive others. And as we're obeying God and we say, God, as a sacrifice of praise, I'm going to forgive them. Paul was in prison because he freed a little girl from a demon. This demon was crying out after Paul over and over again, saying, these men are bondservants of the Most High God who are proclaiming to you the way of salvation. Ironically, that demon 
was saying the truth. Paul and Silas were bondservants of the Most High, and they were proclaiming the way of salvation. But as this demon began to cry out and follow Paul around, it is as if Paul was like, you are not going to speak for God. God speaks for God. The Holy Spirit proclaims. The Holy Spirit in us will allow us to give God the praise. And so Paul cast out that demon. The men that were using this little girl were so mad. And they began to accuse Paul of doing something wrong. And actually, Paul was doing something good. And he was thrown into prison. And you know, as I think about Paul and Silas, and it's so easy to just say, well, that's Paul. And yes, it is Paul. But the same God that Paul and Silas were praying to is the same God that we can. And I want you to know that there is nothing that can defeat or destroy a child of God who chooses to praise God. I want you to write that down because it's true. There is nothing that can defeat or destroy a child of God who chooses to praise God in each and every circumstances. Praise is something God is worthy of. We praise God because He's worthy to be praised. He is God, and He alone is worthy to receive praise and honor and glory. He's good. He's a good Father. And as you and I have chosen to follow Jesus, we can know that we have a God who loves us, that we have a God that's powerful. We have a God who wants us free. And as we begin to take our eyes off of ourselves and off the things that we are so longing for God to do and begin to praise God for what he has done, there is freedom. There is freedom. Praise just has a way of reminding us that we have a God who will fight for us. Praise reminds us that we have a God who will protect us that we have a God who will give us the strength to face each and every day. God is worthy to be praised. And He is the only one who we can look to and to praise Him for who He is, knowing that it will be God who will deliver us from whatever bondage that we have found ourselves entangled within. God has a way of coming into our circumstances, coming into our lives and freeing us to be the woman, the child, the man, the person that God created us to be. As I think about praising God and the power that comes when we are willing to praise God, no matter what's going on in our circumstances, we can pray. As I would get down on my knees and praying for God to rescue me for something or to direct my path or to show me the truth, give me wisdom, I began a habit, and I want to encourage you to do this. I began to focus on who God is. I would never want to get off my knees. I would never want to lift up my hands toward God. I would never want to lift up my eyes toward God without at least praising Him for being a good Father. We can say, Father, You are an almighty God. You are all-knowing. Father, You are my victory. You are the one that will carry my burdens. Oh, Father, I praise you because you are my comforter. I praise you, Father, because you are my defender. You are my deliverer. 
I can praise you, Father, because you're faithful and you're true. I can praise you, Father, because you have forgiven me of my sin. I can praise you, Father, because you are the giver of every good gift. No matter what you're facing today, no matter what is going on in your life, you can always pray and you can always praise God. Prayer is a conversation. You're talking to God and praise is a response of who God is. The more that we learn and know who God is, the more that we'll fall in love with Him. The more that we fall in love with Him, the more we will be faithful to follow Him. Today, this week, I'm going to encourage you. Actually, I'm going to challenge you. I want to challenge you to pray every single day. Talk to God. Talk to God and share with Him what's going on in your life. And of course, Ask Him for a miracle if you need one. I do. There are many things right now that I am in need of a miracle. There are many things right now that I'm asking God to step in, that if He doesn't come through, I'm done. I need God to act on my behalf, to show me the direction He has for my life. And if you are needing God to do a miracle, begin to talk to God, but just don't forget to praise Him. And as you begin to praise Him, don't be surprised when all of a sudden you will sense the presence of God and the very thing that has held you in bondage to have kept you from really experiencing the joy of your salvation Those very things just may not be as important. Praise has a way of taking our eyes off of what is going on in our life and allowing us to look up into heaven and being free to allow God to be our life. Paul said it this way, Rejoice always, pray constantly, give thanks in everything, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Paul and Silas were looking for a place to pray. They did not think that prison would be the very place that God would place them to pray and to praise Him. As you look at Acts 16, you will notice that the whole reason Paul ran into this girl that was demon-possessed was because he was looking for a place to pray. And because he obeyed God and cast out that demon, he found himself in prison. But you know what? He wasn't a prisoner. He was just in prison. And as he began to pray and to praise, he realized probably, I think so, here is the perfect place to pray. There is nothing more powerful than a child of God being free from the circumstances around him and that they are free to look up into heaven and to focus upon God and to say, God, I want to praise you for who you are, for you alone are holy. I hope you wrote some of that down. We look forward to being with you again next week on Write This Down with Dot Bowen as Dot will be talking about gratefulness and thankfulness. For more content from Dot, head to dotbowen.com. This podcast is brought to you by Cup of Joy Ministries and generous contributions from listeners like you. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss a beat. Thanks for listening.